the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day in Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. I'm Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. Joe Ferraro, of course, is here. And we're pleased to be joined by right now by Blue Darter Athletic Director, Coach Eddie Sanders. Coach, thanks once again for inviting us out to Apopka High School. And before we go back, before we go to Coach Sanders, I want to let you know that today's program, of course, and all the athletic contests of Apopka High School that you hear on 1520 WBZW are presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. Dr. Andre Baptiste and the great people at Baptiste Orthodontics look forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2020. Let's go back. Let's go to Coach Sandy, uh, Eddie Sanders. Thanks for having us out hey, here. You're welcome. It's an um, awesome day out here, beautiful weather. Um, lunches are starting, so we're going to have a lot of students around here pretty soon. It's a great day to be on campus. You know, it's an exciting time for Apopka sports as well because we're, we're obviously in the midst of winter sports, but spring sports are right around on the, right around the corner. Absolutely. I mean, we've really got a couple weeks of um, regular and matches for our winter sports like um, soccer and basketball and girls weightlifting, a couple sports like that. Um, and then they're going to be getting into the district tournaments over the next couple weeks. Um, but then on, on officially Monday of next week, um, our, quite a few of our sports sports are starting. Um, softball, baseball, tennis, water polo, track, boys weightlifting. All can start on Monday, so they'll get started with tryouts and practices either on Monday or some of them start on Tuesday next week with Monday being a holiday. A lot of great things happening in terms of athletics on the campus of Apopka High School, which is the norm. Well, Coach, I know later we're going to speak uh, with Coach Perrine Perrine, uh, about uh, girls' soccer soccer and and also uh, Williams about boys' basketball. Um, but what it, anything a particular sport you want to talk about before we, we speak with them? Uh, well, I mean, um, our no, no, girls our basketball is having a, a girls great basketball. Year. Yeah, they they've um, had a couple losses, which you know you never hate, never really um, get excited about losing a game. But I think in the long run, it may help them just to refocus and work on some of the things that they need to as they uh, you know get ready for the um, district tournament in, in probably about two weeks or so. And then of course our um, um, picked up a win over Lake Brantley um, on Wednesday night, which was a you know a big victory. Every every victory has um, as is really needed when you look at how they do the rankings now and the district seedings. Um, like talking to Scott Williams, um, there's not a big difference between being the number one seed and the number five seed in our district. There is a lot of good teams in our district. I would say one of the strongest in the state. So, um, And we are hosting the district tournament this year. So um, when we start hosting the district tournament, I believe on February um, 10th, uh, we're going to have the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and um, the finals um, right here on campus. So I'm um, looking forward to that, hopefully as a, as a high seed. But, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to um, having them here on campus this year compared to having to travel somewhere like um, at Wakiva last year. Yeah, that'll be very exciting. Now we're pleased to be joined by Coach Ken Keister. Coach, great to see you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's great to be back. I haven't been here in a, in a little while, but I, I always enjoy being on here with you guys. Head athletic trainer at Apopka High School. Can you share a little bit about some of your activities most recently? <clears throat> um, 
we, you know, winter actually is, uh, it's not as busy as the spring is, so we only have, uh, you know, four sports going on. We have wrestling, boys basketball, boys soccer, girls basketball, and girls soccer. So it's, it's a little bit slower for us. We get a little bit more time to deal with some rehab, but we've got a bunch of stuff kicking off uh, uh, next week. We've got baseball, softball, track, and is there something else that kicks off next week? Uh, oh, tennis. Tennis, weightlifting. tennis and weightlifting all, all kick off next week. And then uh, shortly after that, we've got flag football, boys volleyball, and flag football. All yeah. will be uh, their flag football, boys volleyball, and lacrosse. Lacrosse. Do you ever find yourself spread a little thin, especially <laughs> with all these sports exactly. happening at the same time? We do. It's a lot of athletes to be taken care of. We're, we're lucky enough to have three certified athletic trainers on campus, myself, Mr. Mogul, and then new this year we have Ms. Moorhead McKee. Um, she took Ms. Nugent's spot. Uh, it works. It's really nice to be able to have that luxury of having three of us. Um, like Mr. Mogul right now is doing treatments at lunchtime in the athletic training room. So if anybody's injured, he's down there taking care of them, um, trying to get them back as quickly as possible. We've done a lot of work with uh, a few of our teams throughout the winter. We've had some basketball guys banged up. Uh, Saw so that, try- <laughs> one of them. <laughs> so we, we've been working hard to keep them uh, as healthy as can and, and keep them on the court. And uh, at lunchtime, Mr. Mole doing all those treatments down there does a, does a lot of good to help keep those all people all on the court. You're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us today. Today we're coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. Joe Ferraro is here. We're speaking with athletic director Eddie Sanders and head athletic trainer coach Ken Keister. At the moment later, we look forward to speaking with Coach Scott Williams of boys basketball and Coach Perrine of girls soccer. We've got a great lineup today on the show. And let's go back to Coach Eddie Sanders. And um, you know, I know you know baseball's on the horizon, as you said, they start practice on Monday, and I uh, always have a you know big place in my heart for Blue Water baseball, of course. So, what, can you just talk about the prospects for this season? Of course, a new coach and Coach Bobby Brewer, who certainly needs no introduction. Yeah, real excited about the um, upcoming baseball season with Coach Brewer um, and his staff has been you know worked through um, you know most of the fall ball with them and um, kind of got things on the right track and. Um, I really think the work that they put in, you know, to getting ready for the season and um, with the players working on the field to get keep the field in, in, a, in an Apopka-quality shape, um, you know, they, they put in a lot of leg, leg work. Um, it's real exciting. I think we got, a, you know, some real talented kids, um, you know, student-athletes that are going to be out there this year. And, um, you know, I think with um, Coach Brewer at the head, he, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a real successful season. Are they going to be playing under the lights? We have lights. We have lights out there. Uh, brand new light poles, brand new um, LED lights. Nice. So, um, so that's real exciting to be able to, um, you know, have the lights this year because um, when they went down in the summer, when they were taking them down, um, we were kind of under the impression that they may not come, go back up. But um, fortunately, um, Orange County um, worked with some of the schools and contractors and um, started putting some lights back up at the schools. Um, I believe us and West Orange and Winter Park were the three schools that had the problems with the um, poles safety issue so real excited because you know we were looking at playing our games you know four four thirty like um like the other schools quite a few schools that don't have the lights right now i i did notice again steve schwartz of course sent us over the um baseball schedule of course and lake brantley doesn't seem to be on the schedule this yeah the um the schedule was actually put together um quite a while ago so um you know it might be so i would think that hopefully it's just a one-year deal you know, because certainly, you know, with Brantley and, and the rivalry we have with them, um, I know our schedule's, um, you know, packed right now. So, unfortunately, there's not really room to add a team. So, we're going to just kind of go with what we have this year. And then um, I'm sure Coach Brewer may hopefully look to, you know, tweak it a little bit next year, you know. It's crazy with the new uh, the new way the rankings go. You don't have to play a team in the regular season, even if they're in their district. The only time you need to play them is, is the district tournament. Yeah. So it's really surprising to see a team like Brantley and to see other teams in their district. We're used to playing like West Orange twice. We only see them, uh, I think, once during the season. 
Um, there, there's a lot of teams that are in our district that we're used to seeing them on yeah. Wednesday and Friday for the two district games. We have them once. It's 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 strange, but it'll be nice to be able to see a variety of teams uh, as well. Yeah, Brantley. You know, obviously, the the rivalry needs no yeah. no commentary. Certainly, yeah, a very um, passionate and intense rivalry that goes back forty years. Yeah, honestly, it can be a little confusing because it's, um, you know some of the sports that we have during the season, um, you are required to play your district opponents. You know, such as football. Um, uh, and then in the spring, once again, it, there's some sports that we use the rankings and things like that, where you don't necessarily have to play your district opponent. And then there are some sports. Um, such as lacrosse and flag volleyball. football and boys volleyball, you know some of them um, don't have to play their, di- you know they do. They, excuse me, they do have to play their district opponents, and and it depends on how you do it against your district opponents. Kind of the, what we would call what today the old-fashioned way <laughs> that we're all familiar with. So you, you actually do have to look at. Wait a second, do I have to play my district opponents or do I not have to pay, play my district opponents? It depends on the sport that you're in right now. And that leads to the next question for for both of you, starting with Coach Steve. Sanders, friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're coming to you live from campus today. Yeah. Um, what do you, from your perspective as administrators, what do you think of these new changes? Because you know, the playoff system is in, has changed radically, dramatically in the last year or two in, in multiple sports, yeah. as we're talking about, specifically football, baseball, and basketball, others as well. But And, 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 and as you're right, everybody kind of knew the old rules uh, and the way everything worked. Now it, there are new rules, and, and even it varies from sport to sport. It does. I, what, I mean, what's your take to, I mean obviously the old way is, is pretty cut and dry for the most part. I mean, you play your district opponents. You see who comes out ahead, and, you know, every once in a while you flip a coin if, it, if it, there's no tiebreaker to break the tie. But um, now, um, I mean, obviously we've been using it with football for a couple years, so we're familiar with it, but especially um, with these winter sports with basketball and soccer, um, this is the first time through for those coaches. Coaches, I mean, I was talking to Coach Perrine, who's right over, right over there. We'll bring her up in just a minute. But, um, you know, and it's the first time that she's had to deal with it, and then you, when they come out with these rankings um, this week you know you look at it and you go well my record's better than their record why are they ranked ahead of me and you know and of course with football I mean there's somewhat of a limited number of games that they put in there you know to kind of get your points but some of the other sports you can have 20 25 games that are in there and it's you know not only your record but your opponent's records and their records and so it is a little confusing, especially the first time through. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, um, like I said, it was kind of interesting because, like, in girls' volleyball in the spring, they used the rankings for the first time. And um, we had a Ocala-Westport in our district. Didn't play them in the regular season. And then we just happened to play them in the first round of the district tournament. We were five. They were four. So we had to travel to Ocala on a school night to play a first-round district game. So that's that's one of the maybe negatives of the system. So definitely I think we'll have to go through this whole first year and just kind of see how it shakes out, especially with these winter sports. And um, like you said, Scott Williams is, you know, we could, said we could probably end up anywhere from one to five in our district. It's a learning process, but, it, you know, the football team lucked out uh, a couple of years where we would have been a third team in our district and we wouldn't have made the playoffs, but because we had a good strength of schedule, even though we lost a couple of those games, we got in. And I think the idea is to get the best teams in the playoffs, and it does that, but it takes it. Like so there's a learning curve there to try and figure out who do you schedule, where do you put that schedule, um, you know, do you schedule for sports like soccer and baseball and basketball, do you schedule a few less games against better teams? or you schedule a few more games against teams that might not be quite as good and try to figure out what the balance is at that strength of schedule and the the most possible points you can uh, to have the best seed going in and if you happen to not win your district tournament to be able to get in at large bids. Yeah, I think we've definitely seen with football um, over the years it's definitely better to schedule some quality teams. You know, we'll see how that shakes out with basketball and soccer this winter and moving forward with the other sports yeah. in the spring that use the system. And, of, of course, the flip side of that, and especially in football, but uh, you got to have the team to be able to compete and, and to beat those teams, which uh, not everybody can, but fortunately we've... We, um, anyway, we're up on our first break. When we come back, we'll continue to speak with Coach Sanders and Coach Keister, and then we'll be joined by Coach Perrine. 
head coach of Apopka Blue Daughter Girls Soccer. You're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. Also, we'll let you know that in addition to Baptiste Orthodontics, our program is sponsored by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic, proud to be voted best chiropractor in Apopka for now 10 years in a row. We'll be right back on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day in Apopka, and we're glad you're joining us. We're coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. Right now, we're going to talk Apopka Blue Daughter Girls Soccer. We're pleased to be joined by head coach, Coach Perrine, and two senior soccer players, Liz Rivera and Erica Treadwell. First of all, Coach Perrine, thank you for joining us. It's always great to see you. Thank you for having me. I enjoy your program. Thank you. T- tell us a little bit about the 2020 Apopka Blue Daughter Girls Soccer. Well, um, currently we are 10-3. and 3. And um, we had some tough losses at the beginning of the season, but um, with hard work and tenacity, we have, uh, we're on a six-game winning streak right now. And tonight we're heading into our senior night, so I brought along a couple seniors to talk about that. And this is our last um, home game of the season. Uh, next week is our last week of games, and then we go into districts. And we were just talking with, with Coach uh, Sanders and, and Coach Keister just about the, the way the, the, the new changes in the postseason format, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right now, do you have an idea right now where you might uh, be seated going into the postseason? Well, we format? are. Um, I was a little disappointed because we're seated third right now going into districts, but that just gives us a little bit more fuel for the fire. Um, they base it uh, through a point system now through Max Prep, and I talked about that last time I was on the show a little bit. Um, but that's okay like we're doing great and we're playing well as a team so i think we'll we'll do all right in districts regardless well let's talk about the game tonight correct uh-huh. senior right who you're playing tonight uh we're playing deltona so we have varsity only and we have a double header with the boys so the boys go first and they're going to have their senior night starting at 5 30 and then the girls we are going to have our senior night starting at seven so come out and join us Absolutely. Come out and support the team, especially on senior night. Now, let's go to uh, your players here, your ball players, uh, Liz Rivera and Erica Treadwell. We'll start with Liz. Liz, can you share your thoughts about the season to this point? Um, I think one of like the main things I had spoken about the first time I had spoken with y'all was like the definitely mending of the team and like, just relearning how to play all together because we do come from different soccer backgrounds. And I think now we've been playing long enough with each other to like actually have that. And we've been on a really, really good game streak. And we've all been playing together instead of like independently on the field. So I think it's like a really, really good thing we've had. Excellent teamwork, absolutely crucial. And, and, and Erica Treadwell, can you talk a little bit about your perspective on the season to this point? Well, with what Liz said, I think we've definitely gotten really better playing and talking with each other on the field. I remember some of our first games, it was just who like who wants the ball for themselves and not really passing, not really looking forward to go shoot, just like to have the ball the most. So, so watching the girls play now, I can definitely tell we've all been mending and talking a lot a lot better together. And let's go back to Coach Prine. And Coach, as a coach, what is it that you do to, to help you know, create that teamwork uh, culture? Well, um, my philosophy is that we want to keep the ball as much as possible and then go forward. So we keep possession. So I tell the girls when they receive the ball to calm down, uh, look around. We go backwards before we go forwards a lot of times. Uh, the girls create great shape for each other now. They um, have a great uh, format like when we're lined up on the field as far as our width and our height and then we have tremendous goal scorers this season and actually in the 7a class 7a um the top 10 we have five of our girls in the top 10 of goal scorers so we're diversified up there up top too so that that really helps now we'll go to back to liz rivera and liz can uh, is there a game or two that stand out thus far this season that are particularly interesting or exciting for you Okay, I'm bad with the schedule, but 
was a really good game. I think um, we were really head to head. Like there wasn't for one for one player for player. Like there was no one person that was better than anyone else. So it was a really really good way to see us compete. And it was nice to see that. Yes, we were frustrated, but we actually got through it and worked together as a team. And like we built like that that muscle through the rest of the game. And it was a really really good win to like have that like victory on our shoulders after hearing like them try and say like oh they're just a pocket like they're not going to do this to us but we came out and well we, we were succeeded. we were tied two to two at halftime and then the girls came back and proceeded to score five goals in the second half so i mean that That's was huge that yeah. was awesome and let's erica treadwell what are some of your uh you know fondest moments or highlights of the season to this point um, I would definitely say probably like our Windermere game. Our that was a lot of fighting till the end. Um, I, I think that game was really the the midpoint of us finally figuring out. You know what? In order to be the good team that like we need to be, we need to start working together, and that that really helped us. I think after that was like a game changer for us to finally. All right. In order to score, we need to pass to each other. We can't just take the ball for ourselves and really work as a team. Yeah, no, we, no, excellent. We took the loss for that game. It was 4-3, but I think that was a moment that we all started playing together. And, you know, Windermere is ranked pretty high in 7A right now. I think they're ranked 13th, and we're somewhere um, around 26. So for us to have such a close game against them and realize that even though we took the L, that it was a turning point in our season, and then we've gone on to win every game since. No, a great, great insights, and sometimes it takes a game just like that to really, you know, get everybody. They like to go in for for everybody and get that. Um, well, regardless of our loss, I still team. told them how proud I was and how great they looked on the field together. So sometimes the soccer gods just aren't with you. <laughs> Friends, you're glad you're joining us today. We're coming to you live on Blue Darter Sports Central from the campus of Apopka High School. Joe Ferraro's here. We're speaking right now with John Perry will not be joining us today. He gave me a heads up today. We look forward to having John back again next week. But, of course, um, right now we're talking Blue Darter Girls Soccer with head coach, Coach Perrine, and senior players Liz Rivera and Erica Treadwell. Tonight is also senior night for both Blue Darter Boys and Girls Soccer. And I'd like to know, can you, can you uh, tell me, uh, we'll start with Coach Perrine, who are some of the you know the, the the best teams, the elite teams that we've had on our schedule thus far. Um, you know, it, it, in in Central Florida girls soccer. Well, um, so in our district this 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 year we have Boone and Lake Brantley, um, and then we're seated third in that same district. And Boone and Lake Brantley have been doing really well this season, so that'll be like a tough matchup when we go into districts because they'll if they if it stays the same. Um, as of the following Wednesday, then uh, we will be seated third, so we'll have to play, and they'll have two buys, and then we'll have to face one of them. Um, so I think we would have to play, face the second-place team, which would be like Brantley. So they're good. Boone's good. Oviedo's always good. Winter Park's always good. And, you know, we, d we just want to be in that upper echelon of teams, you know, and um, Apopka soccer program has been there before and I think um, I was telling my girls this yesterday that we've gotten kind of content with just winning districts but you know I like to see this team go farther because I think that they have a lot of potential to do that as a squad and these seniors they should I know that they have the desire to go farther too let's go back to let's go to Erica Treadwell first and for your listen to Blue Water Sports Central from the campus of Apopka High School um, Erica, now looking ahead, as Coach Brian says, what will the team and, and you personally need to do to make sure you um, have a chance to achieve some of these higher goals? I think we just need to keep on the grind. I mean, we always go out there and we and we try our hardest every game, but we just can't let, like like she said, settling for districts. We can't let that stop there. We all need to just come together and always give our best on on and off the field, at practice, at the games, on the way to the games. We need to get in that mindset of we're going to come out here, we're going to win, we're going to show the team like who Apopka really is, and we're going to go further than districts this year, hopefully. 
and Luis Rivera, what, from your perspective, what, is, what do you and the, as an individual player and the team need to do to, to achieve these, these higher goals? Um, I think it's just a lot of like independent work because obviously as a team, we'll put in the work together, but on and off the field, you have to be able to be that player because you have to be an athlete before you can be a field player. And it's just it takes that extra step, that extra work that you have to be willing to put in to be that extra team, to be that top-notch team. No, it's two great answers. One yeah. from a teamwork perspective, one from an individual uh, improvement uh, well, perspective. I mean, I know that the, exactly what it takes. the listeners can't uh, see, but Erica has a cast on her hand, and she is actually our goalie and our one and only goalie. So Erica will have to uh, – she tore a ligament in her thumb, and um, but we've had field players step up in her position. And, I mean, that's pretty awesome that we're still – continuing to win without we're we're playing with field players right now on the goal and erica will be able to come back in two weeks hopefully and um be able to be with us for districts and and hopefully going on further no can you um like to ask both of you your goals um you know past you know, this season do you have goals in soccer you know going forward after you know your high school career is over we'll start with liz um, so I actually committed to uh, Huntington College in Montgomery, Alabama to go play D3 soccer there while I'll be earning my major in chemistry on a pre-med track. Oh. Very impressive. Uh, yes. <laughs> we, I have some smart girls. On the <laughs> we figured. And, and Erica Treadwell? Um, actually, Coach P drug me back out. So this is my last season. Um, I, I really want to focus on school of, of becoming a zoologist, majoring in that at, at UCF. So, so right. I'm, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm more of a school person. I, I stopped playing soccer my sophomore year was was the last year, and Coach Pete came to me and was like, "Come on, like you can do it. Just come out and and just and just play." So I did, and I'm really happy I did. I have a lot to thank thank for Coach Pete, and I and I love this team. That they're probably the best team. I've been on for my high school career. Oh, that's great. Nice. Great story. Yeah, you can't beat that uh, in-school recruiting. Even though I guess out-of-school recruiting is okay now, too. But It was know. about that time. She needed to come back her senior year, and we've been, like, really proud of her. I mean, it's just a mindset setback with her ligament, and she'll be back, and, you know, she's been a great leader, and so is Liz, and so have my other four seniors on the squad, so I'm excited to see what we can do in the next uh, month or so, you know? No, I want to commend you for uh, proactively working to get at, you know, every uh, future potential soccer player into the program. If anyone in Apopka knows anyone that's zoned to be a goalie, (laughs) (laughs) come on in. On air recruiting, I love it. (laughs) Coach, it's great to have you joining us and want to thank Liz Rivera and Erica Treadwell for joining us too. Best wishes tonight, especially on senior night. Hope it's a special night for both of you and for the team. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely come out and support us. Girls start at 7, boys are starting at 5.30. Well, we're going to go to another, you know, in a moment or two. Before we go to, when we come back, we'll speak with Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach for boys basketball, of course. And um, before we go to break, though, I want to remind you, of course, that our program is sponsored and presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. Dr. Andre Baptiste and the great people at Baptiste Orthodontics look forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2020. Drop by and see him at their wonderful office, Article across from Kitland Nelson Park on Park Avenue in Apopka. Find out more at baptisteorthodontics.com. That's baptisteorthodontics.com. Also want to let you know that Blue Dart, that Florida Door Solutions supports Blue Darter Athletics and supports Blue Darter Sports Central and all of our broadcasts and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at fladoor.com. That's fladoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. In the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Well, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll speak with Coach Scott Williams. A lot of new and exciting news about Blue Darter Boys basketball, and their district tournament is around the corner as well. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. 
It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School today. I want to give you a heads up, John Peary, unfortunately, will not be joining us today. But, of course, look forward to having John back next week. Of course, you follow all everything that's happening with Apopka Blue Daughter Sports and the Apopka Chief every single week. We've got um, Joe Ferraro's here, of course. And right now we're speaking with Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach for Apopka Blue Daughter Boys Basketball. And Coach, it's great to have you joining us once again. You know, you've had a you know, very challenging schedule thus far, doing very well with it. And I guess the most recent news um, is, one, we had a nice win over Lake Brantley on Wednesday night, and then you've got a big game at West Orange tonight. Yeah, we really do. Uh, the Lake Brantley game was, you know, we – we haven't played our best basketball this week, and a couple of teams in Olympia and Lake Brantley that are both um, very dangerous because they shoot the basketball really well. And um, we've put ourselves in positions because we haven't been as efficient offensively as we need to be in first halves of games. Kind of letting some teams hang around, and and uh, on Tuesday it bit us at Olympia. You know we played much better in the second half, but so I told our guys we kind of let the genie out of the bottle a little bit, and all of a sudden Olympia's kids are playing with a lot of confidence and reckless abandon and banging in shots, and so we came up just short. And so Wednesday was a little bit of the same thing. We um, just kind of operating a little bit in mud. Now part of it is you know I mean we're now we're now down two guys. Um, you know, Devin Lee's still recovering from his high ankle sprain, but Rodney Wentz, our starting post player, got hurt very early in the game on Tuesday. Um, some sort of a knee injury, whether it's a very severe sprain or an ACL tear, we won't know here for a little bit. We're awaiting an MRI, uh, but we're going to be without Rodney for a while uh, at, at minimum. And so, you know, I, I, that's that's a factor. You know, Rodney's a guy that that gives us some a dimension offensively and on the glass that we lose. But we ended up, we were down six with a couple minutes to go over at Brantley. And to our kids' credit, and I thought the same thing on Tuesday, I, I thought we we were poised down the stretch of both games that we did a pretty good job of getting good stuff in both those games. And, you know, so on Wednesday we were able to, to put together some good offensive possessions, and we tied it finally with a, a stick back with under 10 seconds to go. And then, uh, like Brantley took a couple timeouts to advance it finally to half court. And uh, we did a really good job on the out-of-bounds play. Brandon Johnson got a hand in, deflected it, uh, got to the loose ball, lays it in at the buzzer. And, and so we, we um, kind of stole one over there. And You know, the course of a season, that's going to happen sometimes, especially with the nature of the folks we're playing. And, uh, it, you know, tonight it's even tougher. You know, West Orange, uh, since Christmas, is probably playing uh, better as well or better than anybody in our district. You know, they've beaten Okoe. Uh, they were in a one-point game with Dr. Phillips with a minute to go. They've beaten Edgewater. They've been beaten Windermere. Uh, it's a pretty good run that they're on. And uh, they're always tough in their gym. They're always uh, better offensively in their gym. And uh, tonight will be a heck of a dogfight, and we're going to have to play better than we have the last two nights to be successful. And, you know, once again, we're in a district and we're in a situation where seeding both for the district tournament but the state playoffs is is uh, is paramount in all, every game we play right now. It's an awful lot of, you know, you try to you try to mitigate those things with your guys in terms of, you know, just going out and, and playing the game in front of you and those things. But there is a there certainly is a big picture aspect going on uh, right now that's really important in our season. We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams on Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. I want to let you know that our program is presented by Dr. Andre Baptiste and the great people at Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing the Blue Daughters for success in 2020. 
Now, Coach, as, as, as you're coming through the season, you've got an you know, excellent record. You've talked about specifically some of the things that you, know, that you don't feel uh, great about. But can you kind of assess where the team is now at, at this moment and in terms of what your expectations were and, uh, prior to the season? We are, I think, probably a little bit less mature as a basketball team than I would have hoped. Um, that's not a, a, a negative uh, about our personnel, but rather a reality. We have so many guys that have not gone through um, this kind of a demanding season and a schedule and the folks we have to play and the level that we have to do it at. You know, when you really look at it, only John, Zach, and Rudy Gatling have ever really been through this kind of a grind at this level before with the expectations on each of them. And so that lack of basketball maturity resonates at both ends of the floor at the worst possible time. And so that's a concern. You hope you are continuing to progress along those lines every day, kind of tweaking those things and getting them better. But, um, you know, so I thought we'd be a little farther along there. That being said, um, I think that um, we're in, you know, we've positioned ourselves coming into the last quarter of the season uh, to be in pretty good shape. I, the, the newest max preps rankings have not come out, um, but I think we'll still be, even with the loss win, uh, Tuesday, I think we'll still be uh, second in the region, first in the district, going into the, the home stretch. But, you know, the funny thing is, I was talking to Coach Sanders off air, you know, tonight, West Orange, Tuesday, Okoe, uh, we could walk out Tuesday maybe cementing the first seed, first round by, all the things that come with that. Or we could walk out of next Tuesday night and be second or third in the district. I mean, it's that competitive. And so you, you just um, you got to handle the day-to-day. you got to just keep working and getting better. Um, I, I do love our kids. I think our kids have a great mindset. Uh, I think they care about each other. I think they want to, to do the right things. Uh, we just have to develop a little bit more consistency and, um, and, and understanding the urgency of the moment that every play in front of you really matters. You can lose a game in the first quarter just as easily as you can in the fourth. You can win a game just as easily in the first quarter as you can in the fourth. Sometimes when you're not a mature basketball team, you fail to understand the value of each possession as it goes, and we've got to really keep working on that. Great insights. We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams, head boys basketball coach at Apopka High School. Blue Dodgers are having an excellent season thus far. Last I um, was aware, and we'll go to Scott Williams, we're ranked number two in in the region at this moment. Is that yes. correct? Yeah, we're um, – so right now um, – and so state poll is kind of irrelevant, but uh, as of as – of, Tuesday's poll, we were we were fourth in the state. What matters, of course, are the four regions. And Seminole, especially because of the district they play in, there is nobody there that can really challenge them, uh, is going to be the, the number one seed going into the, the state playoffs. And uh, I, I don't foresee them getting upset in their district. And so they're going to take the one spot. Um, and because I think they're probably going to run the table, I don't see us or anybody in our district because of the – difficulty of each of our schedules being able to catch them. So now the battle becomes, okay, how highly can you position yourself? And so um, it's very close right now with us being slightly ahead of Dr. Phillips, slightly ahead of Okoe, slightly ahead of West Orange, who's now bypassed Evans, and then Olympia on the outside looking in, but an Olympia team that, of course, played well enough to beat us, turned around the next night and beat a very good Boone team. They're really dangerous as well. And so it, it is, you know, with it, it looks – it, most likely five teams, and it's kind of unheard of, it will also take place in one region down south um, in 7A. But our district is going to get five teams into the eight-team regional state playoffs, which is, I mean, uh, you don't see that happening in football. But there will this will happen more in basketball because of pockets of really good teams. And our district is 
it's just I, unless people come watch these games, I don't think they understand how good everybody is and how good the coaching is. It's not, you know, it's one thing, okay, well, if a team's well coached, they don't have a lot of talent. Another thing, if a team is poorly coached, but they got a ton of talent. I don't get either of those things. Or the best would be you're not talented and you're not well coached, and we definitely don't get that. And every team we're playing, they're really well prepared. They have very good personnel. And you just you have to be better every night, and so uh, it's a, it's a great challenge. But it also you hope and you believe that if you stay the course and you continue getting steady improvement, that that being tested, whether or not you're successful in the playoffs or not, at least you won't be overwhelmed by the moment. And that's all you can ask is that you go into those kinds of games with a poise about you, with a comfort level, hey, we've seen this, we've done this, now let's go out and let's try to play our best basketball, and hopefully we're putting ourselves in a position to do that. Thanks for great insights, Coach Scott Williams, you know, and from, a, I guess, a self-serving perspective, I know that uh, kind of challenging environment and district makes your job uh, a lot tougher. Um, and um, But but from a fan's perspective, <laughs> it, it, it's great because you see an out, outstanding yeah, I, quality basketball the, and, and, uh, and quality competition uh, every week. The Monday night, um, Monday, February 10th, which is the first night of the district tournament, um, will be a triple header, two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five. Uh, it'll be an unbelievable night of basketball. I hope we're not playing. I hope we're the one seed. Um, but for high school basketball fans, that will be as good a night of basketball as you'll get in Central Florida all year long because, quite honestly, every one of those teams is good enough to be in the state playoffs and good enough to win games in the state playoffs. And uh, it'll be an incredible environment, I would imagine, that night here at uh, here in Apopka. Looking forward to it. Friends, we're going to go to another break here in just a moment. I want to remind you right now you're listening to a Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. Coach Eddie Sanders is here, and we're speaking with Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach for Blue Daughter Boys Basketball. Joe is here, of course, as well. Before we go to break, I want to, of course, let you know that Blue Daughter Sports Central, all of the broadcast of Blue Daughter Athletics and every program you hear right on here on 1520 WBCW is supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Make sure you tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Glad you're joining us today. It's a wonderful day in Apopka. It's always a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. Coach Eddie Sanders is here. I want to thank him once again for inviting us back out and putting together another great show. In fact, Coach, you want to sit in with us? You're certainly welcome to do so. Um, right now we're speaking with Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach for Blue Darter Basketball. Blue Darters are currently in the process of an excellent season, ranked number two in our region and look, also have a coming off of a victory last night hard-fought victory over at lake brantley on wednesday night actually and play west orange tonight in a key district game followed by a key district game tuesday at home versus okoy now coach one of the things and we've kind of talked about this a little bit before but you know, from just my observation as an outsider, you, the team seems to have a, a lot of uh, balance. I mean, the composition of the team seems to be very well balanced. I mean, you've got big guys that can, as you said, like Wentz and others, of course, uh, you know, Anderson, of course, obviously, that can really work at Lombardi, that can work the boards and do the dirty work underneath. You've got guys that can shoot. You've got guys that can handle the ball. You, you've got guys with all-around skills like Anderson. Um, can you, And, you know, obviously, they're all excellent defensive players. Can you just uh, address that we do i mean I, I think that we've got guys that are versatile and and that that do bring different things and different strengths to the table i, th- I think the biggest thing that we're having to try to identify as we as we progress here is 
uh, consistent third and fourth scoring options. Um, you know, Rodney was one of those, and if we're going to be without him, uh, that we're going to have to search for some offense. In other ways, we know that we know that on any given night, we're going to get 35 to 40 points from Zach and John. It's their job. It's necessary. Um, they're good enough to do that. They're dominant in what they do. Um, and so, but where do you get the rest of your offense from? Now, we think, and, and it, we have been in the last couple of days, um, I think we're going to keep getting more and more offense from Cameron James, the freshman, um, who, um, you know, continues to learn, continues to grow. He's just going to be such a special player. Uh, but he's a guy that I think we need to get some more offense from. And quite honestly, we've got to find a way to get to get Rudy Gatling untracked. Um, Rudy's so vital for us, and he is just in this enormous shooting slump right now. Uh, he continues to do things that don't show up in the stat sheet well. You know, he's a he's a very good complimentary ball handler. He's a very intelligent defender because he's been in our system, and he pays really diligent attention to our scout. You know, knows guys that can shoot or guys that can't, and how we need to defend in those things. And but he can't fall out of a boat right now and hit water. And bless his heart. And, and I know it's weighing on him. He's feeling it. Um, no reason to put pressure on him. He knows we know. But if Rudy can get untracked, uh, it gives us a guy who can space the floor and make big shots. And, you know, tonight possibly, but certainly Tuesday night, I don't know how Okoe will guard us Tuesday. I know when it matters if we're playing in a game that is for all the marbles, wherever, I think they'll zone us. They're huge. They're really athletic, and I think they're going to say, you guys are going to have to make some shots. And, you know, we got to find somebody besides John and, and Zach who can consistently do that from the perimeter. Rudy is the guy that, you know, that we believe is the most capable of doing that. And, um, you know, I, I think if we can, you know, we're staying with him. He's staying with it. He had a tremendous day of practice yesterday, and we just hope that he'll, you know, kind of crack the lid on it again. Uh, and that gives us a dimension that, I, quite honestly, we aren't getting right now offensively and is a part of our stagnation at that end of the floor. Speaking with Coach Scott Williams on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us. Now, Coach, I'd like to ask specifically about, you know, Zach Anderson, and I know every it's uh, you stress teamwork. Teamwork is the most important thing, and I almost have a, a – a personal proclivity not to talk too much about individual players. In fact, I kind of regret that about Jalen Carter in football. I wish we'd talk more about him, but it's because, you know, it's all about the team anyway. And But, you know, Anderson is just a, a special player. And, uh, yeah. you know, he's about 6'7". He can, he's obviously that traditional big guy under the basket, but he's a, he can play outside the basket. He can handle the ball. He can bring the ball up uh, under a press all by himself. I mean, it's just amazing to watch a guy like that do so many things and do it so seemingly effortlessly and, and, and fluidly. Yeah, he. Um, well, first, he is also um, a tremendous leader and a tremendous young man. And so you take on top of the basketball ability that he sets a, a model of who we want our players to become that every guy in our program can look at and, and try to model after. And so that's so critical for us. But Zach is he's a natural small forward and he's put in a ton of work, continues to develop. Uh, you know, Florida Gulf Coast absolutely knows what they're getting in him. A guy who can who can play out on the floor at that size and can do so many things. And for us, you know what what you always hope is that guys you know, he's a senior, he's coming down the home stretch. He's a dominant player. Now, can you go out and can you forcefully impact your will on the game? Not necessarily just by offense. But, you know, he's been, you know, I, I think he's averaging something like 16 points and 13 rebounds since uh. a game, every game. And so, um, and when we've needed a basket or we need something to flow offensively or run a throw him, you know, John's a, a different animal because John's just so ex explosive off the bounce. He can just get to a spot and get a basket. Um, in Zach's case, he demands so much attention that Zach has the ability to both be um, 
uh, aggressive for himself, but now can create for others. And and so both of them are so vital because, you know, not only do they have to score, but they have to command attention so that others can score. Um, because um, the difference between a good high school player and a college player is can you go score? Can you get a basket? And, um, you know, we don't have a ton of guys that can do that. I mean, we have a bunch of really good high school players, and then we've got, some you know then we've got some special ones and most high school teams are like that and you need your special players to be able to make the game easier for other guys and zach does that um and he is he's playing with a force of will um he was he was really good i thought both nights this week um i i um i have to try to be careful with he and john's minutes you know there's this balancing act as well we want those guys to be playing well and healthy and uh, with a, a vibrance late in the year. So how much do you grind them for 30 minutes a night, 32 minutes a night versus being careful? Uh, those are questions you try to answer every day, how the game goes and what you can do. Uh, but, um, but Zach is a guy who we feel like we can get him the basketball in different spots. He's also, you know, it's a very subtle thing. But he's really embracing being a really good defender uh, all the time. Um, it, there was never any anything malicious about him taking possessions off defensively. It's a, a concentration issue, just an emotional focus issue. And his his attention defensively has been outstanding as the season has gone. And um, he'll have some really tough assignments tonight uh, guarding uh, – the best player at West Orange, Mike McAllister, who's a 6'4 junior, can really score in and out. And, you know, we feel good that Zach can guard him. And he's going to have to play smart, hopefully stay out of foul trouble and do a great job. And so we ask a lot from him at that end of the floor, too. And uh, he's uh, he's doing our, he's just uh, he's doing what you expect from a senior who's the best player in your team and who's good enough to be a really good college player, you know, he's doing those things for us right now. Well, Coach, thank you for joining us today and giving great insights about Blue Darter basketball and the game of basketball in general and Blue Darter and basketball in the state of Florida, high school basketball. Coach uh, Sanders, we're down to about our last inside our two minutes. Yeah, yeah thank, once again, thank you for having us back out again, and th- thanks for putting together another great lineup. Yeah, it's just nice to see the, the um, you know, a couple coaches out here with Coach Perrine with girls soccer and Coach Williams and the job and the time they put in. I know Coach Williams, I mean, you can, you, whether you watch him at practice or during a game, I mean, the, the effort that he puts in and his staff puts in and the demands on the players. But, you know, he's a, Scott Williams is the kind of coach that you're always looking for because he's going to, he knows what he's doing. He's going to coach the kids hard, but he's also going to love them. <laughs> And um, when you can coach, you, you can coach them hard when you love them too, and, and get the most out of them. And that's what you see. I mean, and he does. I mean, you watch him in games. And Scott, the, obviously, you're watching the offensive end of the the um, the court because you got to score some points. But what he demands on them in defense, you know, that really sets them apart. Really you know, let me let apart. me jump in real quickly before you end. I, I do want to give a Coach Williams a, a compliment. <laughs> I know he's so humble; he'll be embarrassed. But um, I had a chance to spend some time with uh, uh, Dr. Joe Sterling Jr. Of course, who's the son of uh, Joe Sterling, who the, the name Jim is named for. And uh, he was uh, ex- effusively complimentary of, of Coach Williams. He's followed you throughout your career at various stops along the way. Yes. And uh, so anyway, I wanted to share those thoughts with you. But I certainly uh, concur with what you said, uh, Coach. Uh, we, we're popular Blue Dart basketball is, is in not only great shape and great hands, but the best possible hands I think we could have. Absolutely. Coach Scott Williams. Thank you. Well, friends, well, thank you for joining us. Thanks to Alan in the studio, Joe on location. Have a great Blue Darter weekend. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.